I started getting the bubble guts and it was, it was like right after everyone like went to bed, right? So it wasn't even like in the middle of the night. It was like, people are still kind of giggling. Welcome to Crapping Your Pants with Rob and Ken. My name is Ken. And I'm Rob. And today, this is episode nine, and we are actually something very special, Rob, right off the bat, is that we are recording at Summit 68 Studio in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, pretty beautiful. We're like actually in a real studio. It's an honor and a privilege to be here. Both the guest and Summit 68 are longtime friends of the Poopcast. Exactly. Very good friends of the Poopcast. And no better location to uh, interview our friend Mike today, who has some of the greatest stories that I've heard in a long time, including one that I think might have set the new high bar. Mike is no stranger to shitting himself. <laughs> also, he's he, his relationship with that and other things are clearly significant in his life. Uh, he has memories that span his entire life dating back to even stories that predate his own memory. Right. And we were the happy recipients of his recollection uh, throughout his years. I don't know how I held it together and not cracked up throughout his entire uh, story. So, but before we get into that, today's turd lingo. Turd lingo. Today's turd lingo is the phrase hot snakes. Hot, hot snakes. snakes. Yeah. Familiar? Familiar? I know the band. Good band? Great band. Yeah. Hot snakes is the term that uh, you know when you draw when you draw when one draws a cartoon drawing depicting farts or yep. stinky poop, you got squiggly lines. Yep. So the squiggly lines, th those are the hot snakes. The squiggly lines are the hot snakes. I didn't know that those had a name. Uh, yeah. So so when you're on a bus or like public transportation in an elevator or at a bar. Yeah. Um, and you got to let one go. Hot snakes. Hot snakes. Yeah. Use it for me in a sentence. I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking hot snakes <laughs> on this plane. Hot snakes on a plane. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be better with Samuel L. Jackson. It should be like, you know, um, just as synonymous as a men's room or ladies' room sign on the bathroom. Instead of instead of defining it as like gender based, like like, like gender based men, women, or yeah. non-binary, yeah. just have like hot snakes sitting yeah. over one door, and then like. Everyone else. Yeah. Or just like a pile of shit with hot snakes coming out of it. Like, I know there's a poop emoji, but is there like, a, there, there should be a hot snakes emoji. Like, cause sometimes you want to say like that smells, you don't want to just use the shit emoji. Mm -hmm. You want to have a hot snakes emoji. Get uh, on it, Apple, whoever. Yeah. That's this week's turd lingo. Turd lingo. We are here in studio with our our old colleague, our dear friend, a, a fabulous humanitarian, a man of music and mystery, our good friend, Mike. Mike's got a lot of stories today, Rob. Um, and I think we're just gonna run through a few of them, but uh, you got any thoughts beginning this thing out? You know, to the, to the fellow poopers out there, uh, welcome to the Poopcast. Um, I, yes, Ken, I get the strong impression that Mike has a volume of work behind him. Uh, <laughs> I think you guys are in for, a, for a, let's call it a TED Talk. A TED Talk. Or a master class. Master ass. A master ass. A master ass. Yeah. Wow. So proud to be here right now on this. Thank you guys for having me. It's good to see you. So when you, uh, I know you've got a lot of thoughts on poop in general, and you've got some pooping yourself stories, but where does all of this begin for you, Mike? 
Yeah, well, uh, my earliest uh, encounter with inappropriate shitting um, was, I mean, I must have been five or six or seven. Actually, there is a story that predates my memory. My mother told me once, and I'm going to start real quick with this, is that one time I was in the crib upstairs in my room, and I was a, I was a vocal baby, and all of a sudden she didn't hear me. She was like, I went, I went silent. And so she goes up and it seems I had taken a load out of my diaper and started to paint my face with it. (laughs) She told me the story. That's why I don't remember the actual scene. Uh, But I had found my shit and painted my face with my shit. And she was like blown away by it. But that was that was the first that I don't remember that I was told about. So that was 46 years ago. That's, almost uh, almost a uh, half a century ago. It shows the not only your uh, like you, there was there was some there was some shit going on back there, but also you were very creative. I was very yeah, artistic. You were very artistic shit. early. Yeah. yeah, and that actually you know anyway I'll get to another story after. But then the one that I do remember that started the whole journey was me and my friend Anthony. We were hanging out watching something in the early eighties. Like you know I was I was probably five you know maybe eight nineteen eighty. And, and I had, I had a shard, like I, I farted and, and, and it came out and we didn't know what to do. We were like, what the fuck do we do with this? Do we clean it? Do we, do we put it in the lawn? Like we didn't know it was, imagine kids at five, this is the first time they're experiencing a shard. Right. And so we decided that the right move was to go outside and bury it in the front yard. We literally went into my yard and dug a hole, uh, put the the soiled underwear uh, and in a baggie uh, and buried it. It's probably still there. Like, you know, it's probably still there. I don't, I mean, I don't know what's happening. Was it a Ziploc bag? It was like a Ziploc bag. My mom wasn't home or like the, there was no, we were just kind of like on our own. My mom didn't know about this. So yeah, so I shit, I shit my pants and then we buried it. That was the first memory of this kind of topic it's it's as if you had like buried treasure like treasure you had booty and we were giggling the whole time we were laughing we knew it was funny i mean that's the thing about shit stories is they're funny and even when you're five they're fucking funny and so we were cracking up i just remember laughing with anthony this is my best friend at the time and after i buried my shit so that's that's that was the start of it that was the start of it it's a i love the 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 kid logic is so solid there of just like what are you going to do with it Bury it. Bury yeah, it. made sense. Yeah, I might do that again today if I had to. I mean, you know, it, <laughs> what happens if you shit yourself in a place and you're? What are you going to do with it? I mean, okay, you could throw it in the trash. Right. You could throw it in the trash, but I, you know, it's shit. That's a great question. I would say uh, instinctively, it, it would depend on where you were, but it would have to be an outdoor dumpster, or maybe if it was at the beach, you kind of go into the water clean yourself off as best as possible, wad it up, and then kind of just strut over to the outdoor trash can. Yeah, yeah. Because burying is a lot of work, too. You gotta dig yeah, burying is, yeah, it's a lot of work. You, you got to dig like, more. What are they doing, burying someone? I'll confess as a, well, this will be for another episode. I'll confess, though, I've pulled that move as a grown-up. Uh, the two, two parts of that, the burying fecal matter of my own making in, 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 in soil yeah. and giggling while doing it. Mm-hmm. Because it is, it is, it gives you the giggles. It gives you the giggles. There's something so 
saddest, like, what is the word? It's as if you're like, it's just something primal. It just tickles your funny bone. You're like, right. tee, just tee, like tee. farting. Farting is funny. Yeah. Always yeah. funny. Yeah. Always funny. Always funny. Insert fart sound effect here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have I have one that's like ten years later. Okay. All right, and this is this 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 uncovers a whole new dynamic. And right. So I was up in Connecticut in Bantam Lake with a friend. I was up at, at my friend's lake house. Okay, and it was all these kids and his his brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews, all a bunch of kids, right? And they everyone was sleeping in like the main living room area, right? Right? Yeah. One bathroom right on off the living room. Like literally it's like the bathroom is like right there. It's not even down a hallway. It's like right there. So you open the door, you look right in. Right. Yeah. So we had a lot of barbecue that day. I must've been, I think it was right before I can drive. So 15 years old or something like that. <clears throat> and it was a great time, but I started to experience some really fucked up stomach grumblings yeah. so i started getting the bubble guts and it was it was like right after everyone like went to bed right so it wasn't even like in the middle of the night it was like people are still kind of giggling and i get up and i go to the bathroom and i i i destroyed the bathroom right like literally in the toilet i didn't it was in the toilet so and it was loud and i kept flushing the toilet to try and imagine a teenager imagine a 15 year old teenager there's girls it's, it's traumatizing right there traumatizing. traumatizing but wait it gets better as i'm finished i everyone i know everyone's listening to me i look there's no toilet paper oh, oh god. god there's no toilet paper so what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right. I can't go, hey guys, can you bring me toilet paper? Yeah. That would be humiliating. Yeah. A washcloth. Yep. I took a washcloth mm -hmm. and I just did one giant smear. Mm. Yep. Cleaned up as much as I can. Were you doing the washcloth fold where you're just as trying to much, find you're just trying to climb, exactly. find like the clean square? Fold it, fold it, fold it, fold it, fold it. Yeah. That's like a math problem. It is. Because <laughs> you, you, somewhere inside you like, I got four folds in me, maybe. <laughs> and it's a washcloth, so it doesn't really go that yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So after all is said and done, there was a window out of the thing. So I opened the window. It was still night. No one's outside. I threw the thing out the window. <laughs> Then I didn't go outside until early the next morning. And I was like up all night knowing I was going to get up before the crack of dawn yeah. and go and take this and discard it. And I actually forget where I discarded it, but I actually woke up before everybody uh -huh. so that I can go outside the bathroom window and pick the thing up and discard it. And I, I must've buried it again. Like if I had, if I, I must've buried it. Now, why didn't you go outside immediately after you were because done? Because I just went back to my like cot, and I just was, I felt like if I went outside, people were like, "Why is he going people, outside?" Yeah, everyone. He's a kid. Like, why is a kid? You know, like yeah. leaving us kind of thing. Oh, they're gonna like. I need to put. They this would really know, but, but they, they really already know. knew yeah. because they definitely heard it. Because yeah. the, right. this is like an old creaky house, yeah. and it's yeah. like a thin door. Yeah. So it was just humiliating. I think everybody else was probably laughing at me, yeah. and yeah. then they, they just kind of let me go. But no one really made fun of me. It was a good group of kids. Yeah, I would have made, made fun of me. All right, this is like my most famous shit story. Um, and this is an interesting one because there's a weird dynamic here. Um, so for the longest time, I told this story 
but I changed the names in the story okay, to okay. protect the innocent. Okay. And, and now, now I'm going to come clean about okay. it. Okay. okay. So, so I, I, I told the story growing up because it was such an intense story and it really lasted in my brain. I was on a trip in California and me and my mother were on a trip in California and we were driving from like, uh, like, like Disneyland to Hermosa beach or something like that. And it was our first trip together. Like we never really took that many trips and this was like our first trip. I was, it was probably around the time of the lake shit. Um, and we, we went to Tony Roma's. Remember Tony Roma's? Yeah, Absolutely. Rib, yeah, rib steakhouse yeah. ribs. Right. And so, me and my mother, we feast on this garbage, yeah. and um, I mean, you know, I mean, teach their own. I, I, it was, I remember it being gross though. As I was going to the car, yeah, we finished. We went out and we were walking to the car, and our car was parked on like the third floor of a parking lot that was like, you know, you go up the steps to go to a parking lot, but it's like open air parking lot, but it's like you know, three yeah. stories of parking. So I, I, I'm walking up the steps, and. All of a sudden, I come across this woman, this in in one of the stairwells, that is horrifically blowing mud on the walls. Oh, like, like, oh my God, I'm so sick, I'm so sick, little boy, please help me, please. And I would be like, oh my God, my God, what's happening? And I looked at my mom and she's like, I don't know. I don't know. And then we got in the car and left. I'm going to break some news right now. The person that was shitting was actually my mom. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you a little story. And uh, mom, forgive me for telling this story, but this is the truth. So my mother had a bad, bad situation. She had a bad stomach ache. And so we're trying to make it to the car, but she couldn't make it. She's like, Mikey, I can't make it. I can't make it. I have to go now. And all of a sudden drops trow and blows it. Like I've never seen it. And I run out of there. I'm like, mom, what am I supposed to do? What, what the hell am I supposed to do? Please help. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. She's like, it's, uh, it's okay. I'm like, ah. It was such a disaster. It was a disaster. <laughs> so wait, it gets worse. So she shits there, right? It's just horrible. She's humiliated. But then we start laughing. <laughs> and my mother, we just start laughing, right? And then we had to get in the car and drive to where we were staying. So we get in the car and it just smelled so bad. We opened the windows, we're cracking up. She goes, my guy, don't tell anybody about this ever. <laughs> so I'm telling the world right now, um, but she's not around anymore just to, to be embarrassed by this. So we're gonna just uh, enjoy this story and I'm coming clean. I used to tell everybody that it was someone else while she was alive, now she's gone, and I'm literally telling the truth because I just there's an interesting dynamic. I couldn't lie anymore, so we're in the car just laughing. Our the theme is laughter. Also, it's just like whenever yeah. you do these things, you're laughing. So you know, it was it was burned in my brain, and then me and my mother had this joke for our whole lives. Like we just you know our whole lives together. We just we we would bring it up every once in a while and just laugh. But it was so horrible. It was so horrible. She blew mud all over the fucking stairwell, man. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is like a, a oh, sh- shitty leaks. Shitty leaks. <laughs> <laughs> I am dumping a whole you bunch are... of shitty leaks on you right now. Oh man! So that was that was the California shit story. That was that, and that was I was probably like you know seventeen, or something like that. Yeah. So that's very 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 intense. Have you guys ever had a parent shit story? I'm just curious. You know what? In in the spirit of what you did, Grandma, love you. Uh, at some point when I was probably fourteen, uh, my grandmother from was from California. We were living in Connecticut at the time, and my grandmother came to visit us. And, uh, and, and there was, I walked upstairs and I saw a little trail of shit and I was like, Hey mom, the dog took a shit on the ground. And my mom came screaming out and I see my grandmother just run into the bathroom and my mom's like, it wasn't the dog. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I remember being so like, Oh, uh, uh," like embarrassed for my for her for myself for, for your, my mom. all of your existences i fucking ran away and hid in the basement for like three hours after that i was just like and then like later that <laughs> evening i was just like this speaks to how we potentially as personalities deal with these things i just sat at the dinner table just utterly silent looking down at my food just being like i just want this i just want to not be here right now yeah yo it wasn't the dog. It wasn't the dog. I was like, and then just froze, turned around and ran away. Wow. Like could not deal. Wow. How old were you? Probably 14, 14 or 15. I mean, when, right when, when shit yes. story, when shit experiences happen at that age, they really, um, um, they really burn into your brain. They can burn totally. Yeah. Yeah, that was. You had a parent? A parent? I'll go quick. It'll go quick because I'm still. It's it's still, a, still processing it's a, it. Yeah, yeah, but um, in the spirit of 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 sons and their mothers, mine it's my mom, of course. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's nothing crazy. Really, what it is is, uh, she, you know, pe- she she can't growing up, uh, road trip family, right? So like absurdly long, hot, you know, like why didn't looking back, you're like, Dad, why couldn't we just fucking fly? You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to do the the slog to? Orlando, Florida. It is, it, it's like in August. Like, who does that, right? Yeah. So well, truckers do that. And that's not, you know. So, but my mom had, she she just couldn't help herself. She always insisted on roadside soft serve. Like, Mr. Softy. <laughs> this is like in the 80s, like 82, 81. Right. You know? Um, and we're just like, okay, you sure? Ice right, cream. Right. Yeah, hey, fuck it. You know, summertime. Right. So... Uh, and then, like, inevitably, 20 miles down the road, uh oh, right? And my dad would, and he wasn't known for his patience. So, you know, but suffice to say, he, he, he'd had no choice. So he'd have to pull over um, on the gravel shoulder uh, of 95 or wherever we were. Um, and my mom gets out, opens the car door, and it's literally just car door swings open, she gets down just drops it all or maybe she had a skirt on or something would just lift it up and squat and it would just be like yeah yeah it would just be ketchup ketchup bottle like or whatever you want to call it ketchup bottle noises and i was oh yeah i was like you know six seven and and here's the thing though i'm six or seven and i'm like mommy you know doing you know poo poo whatever yeah and um for some reason you're curious so what does a kid do gets out and watches 
takes a peek. You know what? Shouldn't have done that. Because you never <laughs> forgot it. I will. It's a, It's like a series of seared into my brain, into the fold of my brain, that image of of the liquid mm. and just the leaking and just the just the. It was like an animal mm-hmm. at yeah. the zoo. Only it's your mom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. so happy that we all shared that about our families. Thank That's you. It amazing. makes me feel so much better now that everybody has had an experience with their their family, with their close family. Yes. We're not and, alone. And like your and like your family, it it was the it was like the joke mm-hmm. that you share with just, you know, in, in a circle of trust for a lifetime. Yeah. Like it never, never not becomes funny. It's always like, remember when we were like kids and mom had to had to squirt off yeah. the side of the highway and then I took a look and you know, now it's like trauma. We have not had a compendium that really uh, like like goes through an entire era of a life. So this is very uh, this is this is very unique and wonderful. Um, did you have any uh, final thoughts on this? Is he's like the Forrest Gump? <laughs> Forrest Dump. You're the Forrest, Forrest Dump. Dump. <laughs> I like that Forrest Dump. Forrest Dump. Right? Yeah. Just not checking off all the decades. Just exactly. You know, like these moments in history, iconic. Yeah. I'm sure there's more, but uh, that's for season two. That's for season two. Exactly. Mike, thank you very much. My pleasure. Much appreciated. Thank you, guys. So I basically couldn't stop laughing that entire time. Here's a gentleman who is clearly on a journey. That journey is in part peppered with... (laughs) Peppered. Sprinkled? just go with peppered. Sprinkled. uh... Sprinkled. With incidents and, and various experiences, it's an amazing. It's an amazing recollection, and and I felt like a real catharsis with the mom's story. Like I, I, I could see, I could see it's 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 the weight being lifted, as we all felt. I think. Well, that's our mission. That's our mission. It's exactly. To heal. Heal. Yeah. We we are we are a healing podcast yeah. at the end of the no, day. No, that's that, that that's it's a gift. Yeah, that was powerful. Well, Rob, this week uh, we're gonna move right into Shard at the Devil. And in the spirit of healing, in the, in the spirit of mellow, we're going to maybe shy away from the typical angry, raging punk rock songs we have okay. and talk about this song is by Zero Seven. Yeah. It's called In the Waiting Line. And it I, I'd like to think in this context, it's in the waiting line where you take a shit before getting to the bathroom. The song's probably not about that at all. But, I, you know, I imagine it to be soothing. Yes, exactly. Whilst waiting to blow ass.
feel mellower already, sir. I'm in a good headspace. I'm in a really good headspace, actually. I'm, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about everything right now. So if you have a story and you would like to be a guest on this podcast, you can find us at twitter.com slash crap in your pants. You can give us money and get a t-shirt, a hoodie, or even a coffee mug at patreon.com slash crap in your pants. Visit us at crap in your pants.com. And Spread the shit. Spread the love. Right? <laughs> Spread the shit. For the Crap in Your Pants podcast, my name is Ken. And I'm Rob. Keep shitting. Not that you have a choice. <laughs>